This is Jenny Layton, and you are listening to episode number 46, When You Procrastinate. Welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and as the creator of both the Life Organized Podcast and the Life Organized Membership, I teach busy moms how to get organized, manage their time, and master their mindset. I'm a mom and wife too, so I know how overwhelming it can all be. But living an organized life means you don't have to sacrifice anything. With the right systems and tools, you can get your home and family running like a well-oiled machine and still have time for all the other things you love to do. If you're new here, DM me the word fast on Instagram at jlthehappygal and I will send you my top tips to help you get organized fast. We'll cover clutter, time management, and give you empowering new perspectives that will make organizing your life so much easier. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. I think this is a really interesting topic. Sometimes we identify as procrastinators, sometimes we don't, but we're just going to look at a lot of different aspects of procrastination today and we'll just kind of see where you fall in. I think there's going to be a little something for everyone today. I actually want to thank a listener for reaching out and requesting an episode on this. I love it when I hear from you. So if there's something that you'd like me to cover, make sure you reach out to me on Instagram at jlthehappygal or on Facebook. You can message me either place, but those are great places for us to connect. I want to know how I can help you, what you're struggling with. And when I got this request to do a procrastination episode, I could not wait because I love anything time management, anything productivity, anything that can really help you live a life you love. And to live a life we love, we have to do the things. And if we've got this bottleneck, you know, where we can't really do the things that we need to do to make our life be organized and live the way we want to, that's a problem. So this is going to be a great topic for today, and I'm excited to explore it with you a little bit. So there are a few really entertaining things I want to reference you to when you're done listening to this episode. I think you'll really enjoy. And the first one's a comedian, Brian Regan. I think I've mentioned him before on the podcast. I just love really good, clean comedians. And he's one of my favorites. And he has this really funny thing he does about the science fair where your head pops off the pillow and you're like, oh, no, that's due today. I had all year to work on it and I've done nothing. Anyway, we'll include a link to that so you can listen to that because... There's a lot we can laugh at ourselves when it comes to procrastination, and I love being able to just kind of find the humor in things. Wish I was funny. Wish I could have come up with my own segment on my own. You know, maybe in my next life I can be a little funnier. But anyway, for now, I'll just reference you to the comedian so you can enjoy that. But another thing that I just love, it's one of my all-time favorite TEDx talks, and I don't know why. It just is entertaining, and it's so true, and it's relatable. It's Tim Urban, and he talks about procrastination, so I will link to that in the show notes as well. I really want to encourage you to listen to that because it really is a fun listen and gives you some nice things to reflect on, um, which I think will be a great supplement to this episode, so maybe you'll want to check both of those things out. But for right now, let's just kind of take a look at procrastination and again, just revisit why is it such a problem? And I think as it gets in the way of living an organized life, as it prevents you from moving forward the way you want to show up in life, there's kind of these two different aspects that we need to consider. And that's the first one that procrastination is a problem and we feel it most urgently when we have a deadline, when something is deadline driven 
and we're putting it off and suddenly we find ourselves in a pickle. We should have taken action sooner and now we're stressing out. We have to say no to a lot of other important things just so we can get that thing done. And it starts to feel really reactive. And that's not a way that we like to live our life. That's not part of living an organized life. And we feel like we're always behind the eight ball. We don't have a lot of say, a lot of control. We can't be very deliberate. Procrastination and those urgent deadlines really start to impinge that. And that's where we feel it the most. And so we'll talk about that today. But one thing as I listen to Tim Urban talk about procrastination, and again, you can look at this after you're done listening to this episode, is the way that he mentioned that everyone struggles with procrastination to some extent because not everything is deadline-driven. We all have things that we want to do, and even if we're really great at getting after it, even if we're good at time management and working on goals and checking things off our list, there are all of those things that we want to do that are important, that support our values, that are dreams and goals and ambitions that we have that are just kind of hard to get to, and they're really easy to put off. It's really easy. You hear people talk about how we focus on the urgent things at the expense of the important things. That happens to all of us to some extent. And so this conversation today, I just want to give you a few tools to help you start to kind of break that up a little bit, whether you get caught in the procrastination of kind of those deadline-driven, urgent type of things that you have to get done and the chaos and stress that that brings, Or if it's something where, let's be honest, there's some things that we procrastinate that really are meaningful and priorities to us that we just don't get to. And, you know, I think we all have things in both categories we need to work on. Again, I think this conversation will be really relevant to you today. And I know there are so many different pieces to procrastination. I mean, as I thought about what I wanted to say, I easily came up with half a dozen things I wanted to talk about. And I just wanted to explain how there's just not one answer to any problem. So hopefully today you'll get some pieces that are important to you. But I did want to share a quick analogy with you that I think overall, anytime you're learning anything, anytime you're working with a coach, anytime you're looking for any solutions, this is a really great metaphor to keep in mind. And I call it the sticky label metaphor. And I know you're going to relate to this. Have you ever bought anything that has a sticky label? And you go to pull it off and like never, hardly ever do you pull it off and it all comes off in one piece. Those are the best days, aren't they? But that doesn't happen very often. It seems like you'll get some traction as you go to pull it off and then you start to lose it and a lot of the sticker is still left on and it just gets kind of gummy. And so when that happens, obviously you're going to maybe go from the opposite direction and try to pull it up that way. And sometimes that gets a lot of it off, but then you get those kind of buggers that just you get just a little bit off when you pull at it from one angle and then you go to the other angle and you're just you know getting all that sticky stuff under your nails you're trying to get that sticky label up but we have to approach things from different angles to get that sticker label off to really be able to get the whole thing and I think when we're solving for problems like procrastination motivation time management health organization there are so many different angles that are important to address So the sticker label analogy just reminds us that today I'm going to give you two angles and I hope that as you approach a few of these angles that you get a lot of traction and you get a lot of this problem kind of peeled off for you. But if you don't, you just get a little progress. There's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with the approach. It just means that for you personally, you need a separate aspect or angle to try. And, you know, most of us need multiple angles. 
So with that said, let's just dive into one of the things that I think is really important with procrastination, knowing that there's another tool on its heels that I'll share today and that this by no means is a complete comprehensive list. It's a great topic to keep studying. And in fact, I'd love to do continued episodes on procrastination because I think that's a really important piece, as we said, of living an organized life. All right, but we're going to come back to my favorite spot. You've heard lots of episodes on this. We're going to talk about the brain because as a coach, I know that kind of the holy grail of getting any action done, making any change is working with the brain. So if it's been a while, maybe since we've talked about characteristics of the brain, or if you're new to the podcast, you may not have heard me talk much about it, but we have to cooperate with our brain if we want to get anything done or it's going to shut us down. So to cooperate with the brain, we need to know it. And one of the easiest ways to know what our brain is like is that it seeks pleasure, it avoids pain, and it wants to use as little effort as possible. And this is in any endeavor. So anything you ask yourself to do has to pass through the brain. And I'm telling you, if it's not fun and easy, your brain's going to want to say no. So knowing that, we can look at... We can anticipate how it's going to respond. We can look for solutions that are going to help comply with the brain's requirements of things being easy and fun. So as we look at this idea, this problem of procrastination, we have a task sitting in front of us, knowing that our brain looks at that and says, that is not fun. It's not easy. It's going to take a lot of effort. Of course, the brain is going to want to say no. So the brain is going to want to shift into doing something else that feels like it's more fun. And this is where I want to introduce a lot of awareness into what's really happening because your brain's going to tell you it will be more fun to be on your phone. It will be more fun to watch something on TV. It's going to be more fun to go out. It's going to be more fun to shop. It's going to be more fun to go eat something. Anything at the moment sounds better than this thing that is not easy and fun. Let's have awareness that the solution that the brain is offering up is not real fun. It's masquerading as fun, but I want you to zoom out and really take an honest look at what it is. It is a fun activity, but in the context and situation that you're in, it is laced together with guilt and anxiety and dread, and frustration, and all of those things that happen when you're not doing the thing that's in your best interest to do. In the TEDx talk that I referenced by Tim Urban, he calls this the dark playground. And I love that description. I think it's really appropriate. And I just want to invite you to sit for just a minute in the idea that when you're procrastinating, you're in that dark playground. It's not true fun. It may seem like you prefer it to the action, but this is where I want you to get really mindful and aware and ask yourself the question of, what is it that you really want? Do you really like the feel of this moment where it's kind of wrapped up in wrapping paper that's fun, but when you open it up, it's really guilt It's really anxiety. It's really worry. It's really being frustrated with yourself because you know you're creating problems for yourself down the road. 
what do you want? Do you want to live in that space? And I think it's really easy to say, no, I don't want to live in that space. I don't like how that feels. So again, I'm going to come back to you and ask you, well, what is it that you want then? I notice that my brain a lot of times when I'm asking myself what I want, my brain's really quick to say, no, I don't. This is what I don't want. I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel worried. And then I keep coaching myself and keep asking myself, okay, what is it that you do want? And if I can stick with that question, I notice that what I really do want is I want to feel at ease. I want to feel good. I want to feel like I am doing the things that are really going to make my life better. That's really what I want. And I'm asking you to slow down this process, maybe in the moment, and maybe it's just reflective right now as you're listening to this episode, and ask yourself as you head into a task and your brain gives you this option to do something quote-unquote fun that we know really deep inside it's not fun, it's guilt. Ask yourself, is this what you want? And this is some pretty decent thought work that we're doing right now, some pretty decent awareness, because what happens is your brain acclimates really quickly to whatever it is you're doing the most. Whatever you're the most frequent at, that starts to feel like home for your brain. So even though it's not an outcome you might like, procrastination, the dark playground, even though it doesn't give you the results that you want because you've done it so many times and your brain is so trained in going down that route, it will feel really comfortable to you. And that's why it's so easy to continue procrastinating. It's really important to get reflective though and come back and ask yourself, yes, but do I like this? Do I like how it feels? And I'm asking you right now to ask yourself that question and get some awareness around it because I want to invite you to start looking at the dark playground and all that it entails in a different way. I want you to picture as you're contemplating the task ahead of you that you don't want to do, that you want to procrastinate. And as your brain starts to kind of head in the direction of the dark playground, I want you to notice how you start to feel. There are glimpses of those negative feelings you want to avoid, and I like to call that the fog. You're just kind of on the periphery. You start to see the fog of procrastination kind of rolling in, and I'm just going to come back and ask you, is this really what you want? Is this what you want in your organized life? And you know what? If you do, it's cool, you know? You get to do that. You get to choose that. If you really do love those deep dives into YouTube and spending all that time on Instagram or eating more than you know you should or whatever it is that you do to avoid what you need to do and you really like that's the space you're in, you get to pick that. And I have those pieces in my life that I am personally working on. But what I will tell you is that I've gotten really committed to living my organized life. What I've noticed is I don't like how those times feel. And if I can see them coming again, kind of the fog rolling in, if I can kind of see it from a ways off and notice that that's the direction I'm headed in. And I've already had these conversations with myself. I already have that awareness of this isn't what I want to experience. I want something different. I want to feel at ease. When I get on my phone, when I sit down to watch TV, when I relax, I want it to be true relaxation. I want it to be genuine. I don't want it to be laced with feelings of regret and compulsion and guilt 
I don't like living my life that way. That's not what I want to experience. So as I've gotten real with myself and been willing to have this conversation and this awareness, when I'm in a situation where I want to procrastinate and I feel that fog starting to roll in, that is an alert to me, kind of like a smoke alarm that, hey, you're not going in the right direction. Choosing that quote unquote fun thing isn't going to give you what you really want. And at the end of the day, I want a lot of moments that add up to the things I really do want, you know, is that's how I really end up with the results that I love. So that's my first kind of sticker label approach that I want to give you. I know this is a piece of thought work, so it's not as action oriented, but it's so important because as we create outcomes, what we envision, what we think about, what we feel, and our awareness of all of that is part of what creates the outcome that we get. And so we're kind of almost spiritually creating what it is we want to experience as we think ahead of time about what is it that we want. And as we start to see ourselves kind of headed towards a result we don't want, getting into that procrastination, we can stop ourselves and go back to focusing on what it is we do want. When I sit down and relax, I want it to feel really good. And so I'm not going to go to this place of escape where it's not true joy anyway. Okay, so that's the first tip that I'm giving you. And I think what's really important on its heels that I include in this episode is, well, then what are you supposed to do, right? Because your brain is so trained to just dipping right into that procrastination, into those activities that seem so fun at the moment. Sure, I've got this awareness that it's coming and I don't want to do that, but what am I supposed to do? And again, this is where we're going to go back to our favorite conversation that's about the brain and let's talk about what's really happening inside that brain. This is, again, why brain work is so important and such an important part of living an organized life because we have to know how to cooperate with our brain. And so knowing that at this moment, the brain is saying, hey, I like simple and easy. I don't want to do anything that requires a lot of effort. And this thing you're asking me to do sounds awful. (laughs) There's all of these different steps you're asking me to take, and I don't want to do any of it. I don't know how to do it, and it sounds really hard. Well, that's why the brain's offering up a lot of other options that are going to get you further and further away from your goal. So we need to solve that problem, kind of the overwhelm that the brain is having. Now, I love talking about overwhelm because in a nutshell, one of the ways that I sum up overwhelm is that we're trying to do too many things at once. We want to solve overwhelm. We got to space it out and just focus on kind of the one thing that needs to be done right now. And the brain gets into overwhelm when it feels procrastination because it's thinking about all of these different steps that seem so unpleasant. So we want to slow that all way down. We just want to get really conscious and aware of, okay, We're not trying to eat the whole elephant right now. We just need one little bite. What is the very first step? And sometimes when we can come up with that first step, it becomes easy to do. And then we do it and we find that our brain starts to get on board and we can keep going. But if you think of that first step and it still seems really unattractive and overwhelming to you, I'm going to suggest that you really take that first step and break it into additional steps. Because anytime we come up with a true first step, that is this right, simple thing for us to do, it becomes really easy for us to do it. And the brain wants to do it. Again, it wants simple, easy, fun, low effort. When it sees something it needs to do and it knows how to do it and you've thought about it, 
and you can see yourself doing it, the brain just gets kind of itchy to do it. It's kind of like when you feel an itch, you want to itch it. That's kind of how the brain gets when it sees what it needs to do. So let's talk about what I'm meaning here. Let's say you've got a big project like the garage you're going to clean. That can be really overwhelming and intimidating and really easy to procrastinate. But if you feel the fog coming and you tell yourself, no, I'm not going to go sit down on the couch until I've worked on this garage and you ask yourself, what is that first step? You think I need to start cleaning off the shelves. If that still feels really overwhelming, then let's break that down and say, actually, what is the very, very first thing I need to do? I need to go get a garbage bag, maybe. So I can go do that. I can just go get the garbage bag. So you go, you get the garbage bag, you come to the shelf, and then maybe you can see that there's one place you want to just start working on. But maybe it still feels too overwhelming to you. So you just back it up and just ask yourself, okay, what is the next, get really granular. You know, what is that next really specific thing I need to do? Maybe I need to back the car out of the garage. Maybe that's the next thing I need to do. So you back the car out of the garage then you start looking around and think, oh, there's the place I need to start. It wasn't that one shelf that was really overwhelming. I can see there's a pile over here that I'm kind of anxious to go through. And so if you just keep giving yourself a next easy step, you're going to find kind of the foothold or the handhold that you need to get into the project where suddenly you're going to start climbing. You know, you're going to start making some progress with it. And you won't have to keep fighting that motivation and that willpower. You won't feel that need to procrastinate. And I really think that's one big secret to getting going is just back it up, baby step it. What is that next step? I thought about how sometimes planning a vacation can feel really overwhelming. There are a lot of decisions that need to be made, a lot of accommodations, a lot of different either phone calls or researching things. So what does that need to look like when you're so overwhelmed? What is that next action? And maybe it's you're not sure which hotels to research. You're not sure, you know, where the best airline might be. You're not sure what excursions you want to do. And if you're stuck on all of that, just back it up, you know? So, so like, who can I ask? You know, where do I need to look? Do I have a friend or a sister that's taken this vacation? And can I ask them what they did? And can that give me my starting point? So we're just looking for an action that distills it down into something that the brain feels like it can easily do. And once we have that action, it's just amazing how much easier it is to move forward with it. And the idea of procrastination just fades away. It's like that fog just kind of dissipates and you find yourself clear and focused and ready to move forward. Okay. So again, so many different approaches that we could take to moving forward, having motivation, and not procrastinating. But these were the two that I felt like could be really helpful for you right now, just both from a mindset standpoint and just from an action logistics standpoint. So I'd love to hear what you think about these. I'd love to have you give them a try Message me at JL the Happy Gal on Instagram or Facebook. Tell me how it's going. Tell me where else you're getting stuck. Tell me what the next step is that you need. Um, again, where you're still struggling helps me know how to format the next episode on procrastination. And this is a conversation I'd love to continue with you. So after listening to this episode, what is your next step? So what are you supposed to do about it? Well, first of all, 
spend a moment asking yourself what it is you really want. Are you okay with the fog? Are you tired of the fog? Do you want something a little different? Can you have some awareness of when that is setting in? So it's like a smoke alarm that keeps you from just heading down a dead end trail that is going to cause misery for you. I think that's the first thing I would ask you to consider. And then again, what is the next action? Just ask yourself and baby step it, reverse engineer it way, way back. What is the very first little step? Do I even just need to open up my laptop? You know, if you need to do some research and the thought of researching sounds awful, can I even just open up my laptop? Maybe that's the first step. And I think you'll be amazed at how much easier it's going to be to move forward again, to gain that momentum if you have that first step. And then, of course, I think it would be really fun for you to check out Brian Regan and Tim Urban and what they have to say about procrastination. So we'll include those links. And I'm excited to hear how your productivity goes. So make sure you let me know. All right, that's what we've got for you today on procrastination. I can't wait to talk to you next week. We'll be back with another way to help you organize your life. You have a good one and we will talk soon. 